Okay, let's start off on the word. <laughs> okay, so what we're talking about today is um, it's the title is how to have a net breaking blessing, and it's yeah. it's gonna be really awesome. the The Lord was talking to me about it, and um, I'm gonna be really honest with you guys today. A lot of this came came from um, some some. Uh, learning through crisis. <laughs> Buddy was like, wow, this is a great word today. And I was like, you know how it came? Because I did it wrong. <laughs> I messed it up. How many of our of the broadcasts that we do came out of that? Well, I mean, literally the last two was Pastor saying, days, these are things yeah. I've done wrong. Yeah. yeah. And this is how, how yeah. I overcame them. Because, well, yeah. like, yeah. have you ever heard someone say, they say things... Uh, you can learn, grow by crisis or by revelation. Yeah. This, this was, was crisis. This was crisis. <laughs> this wasn't like, oh, I was just spending time with the Lord. And I was like, Lord, show me exactly. I just am so humble to you right now. And he was like, this. Now it came, more so came through correction. <laughs> yep. Well, and that's why you guys are, are in a great position. Because what we're bringing you is a revelation so that you don't have to Learn by crisis. Right. <laughs> yes. Amen. So. Amen. Amen. So uh, if you'll go to Luke 5, 4. <clears throat> I have my Bible here, but I'm actually going to read it through the ESV, uh, the ESV translation. So Luke 5, 4 through 6. And it says, And when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Jesus, Put out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. And Simon answered, Master, we toiled all night and took nothing. But at your word, I will let down the nets. And when they had done this, they enclosed a large number of fish and their nets were breaking. <clears throat> Another story that uh, has a similar principle, if you'll turn with us really quickly, go to Matthew 8. 5 through 10, Matthew 8, 5 through 10. It's always good to base what we're talking about on the Word, <laughs> which is why we're going to the Word first. Yeah. We don't want it to just be our opinion or our thoughts. Yeah. We want to go to the Word. Yeah. So Matthew 8, 5, do you have it? Mm -hmm. So 5 through 10 and then verse 13, if you want okay. to read it. It says, And when Jesus entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him, imploring him and saying, Lord, my servant is lying paralyzed at home, fearfully tormented. Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. But the centurion said, Lord, I'm not worthy for you to come under my roof, but just say the word and my servant will be healed. For I also am a man under authority with soldiers under me. And I say to this one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my slave, do this, and he does it. Now, when Jesus heard this, he marveled and said to those who were following, Truly I say to you, I have not found such great faith with anyone in Israel. And then 13. Mm -hmm. And Jesus said to the centurion, Go, it shall be done for you. As you have believed and the servant, oh, as you have believed and the servant was healed that very moment. So what you see in these verses, and there's a couple other verses we're going to go to also, but... And um, what you see in these verses is there was a command given, there was a yeah. word given, and it was not logical. And what's really interesting about in Luke 5, 4, also you see um, Simon says, Master, we toiled all night and took nothing. Yeah. They toiled and took nothing. And 
where I have uh, where I have often made a mistake and something yeah. something that the Holy Spirit has been correcting me on even this week like this is stuff the Holy Spirit's bringing up to me and and like through pastors and everything of mm-hmm. uh, fix this fix it now yeah. is logic versus faith and what what ends up happening is um, <laughs> I'm just I, I'm kind of <laughs> jumping right into it but. I'm gonna. I'm being real. I'm gonna use myself as an example right now. In these moments, if you you'll see, if they had not obeyed, yeah. they would not have been in faith. But they also, this is the thing, is they would have been in rebellion. And in order to have a net breaking blessing, we have to not be in rebellion at the yeah. at the word of the Lord at the command. We have to we have to obey and obey quickly, even yeah. when. But master, we toiled all night. Master, this doesn't even make sense. We've yeah. been fishing and we have nothing but at your word. And if we and if we don't do it at his word, we're not going to have the net breaking blessing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing that I love is, and it seems obvious, but once we've gotten into these situations, I know at least I have forgotten this part. And the thing is, it didn't make any sense to them why like it makes no sense why that should have worked for them to throw their nets right there in that spot they are trained professional fishermen it's not like they were doing this for their hobby this was their entire life's work they had probably been doing this for so many years they they knew a ton about fishing they had been working literally all night like hours upon hours upon hours doing all like all the things that they knew to do. And it made no sense why throwing it over one more time. And they they didn't do it because it made sense to them. Like, oh, like that's yeah. a really good idea. Let's just throw it over one more time. Yeah, we forgot to do that. No, they had tried that already. It made zero sense. So they didn't do it because it made sense. They simply did it because they took him at his word. They obeyed. They obeyed. That was it. And that's when the blessings came because they obeyed, not because they had made sense of it, not because they had logicked it out. And well, actually, now I do see how that could be a good idea. And so many times I think we've heard a word from the Lord and we've been like, hmm, now let's see if this is a good idea. And if we've been able to logic ourselves into, okay, I could see how this could be a good idea then, okay, yeah, sure, I'll listen. But if we haven't been able to logic ourselves into, uh, I don't totally see how this is a good idea, then we've kind of held off. Yeah. And, or even partially obeyed. And one, one saying that we hear a lot is partial obedience is still disobedience. Mm-hmm. If we only, if they only, well, partially obeyed God, I know, Lord, you said cast it over on this side, but it looks like there might be some movement in the water over here. So we will cast it over, but we're going to do it on the other side. That's disobedience. That's not what he said to do. And we've got to realize that it doesn't matter whether we've made logical sense of it or not. That doesn't matter at all. It's We're not blessed because of making logical sense and, wow, I'm just so smart. I figured this out. Mm-hmm. We're blessed because of obedience, and we see that all in the Word. Mm-hmm. You know, it would make more sense for the centurion to have Jesus come to his house and have him be there and physically, I mean, to physically be there, it seems like you would get so many more blessings for Jesus to physically be in your house. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yet he said, no, Lord, I know at your word you mm-hmm. can heal. And that is faith. 
Mm-hmm. That is faith. It's not going based off of what logically makes sense. Yeah. It's going based off of trusting in the Lord. In Romans 8, 7, uh, Romans 8, I'm blown away I when I it. read it. Because <laughs> there is so much doctrine in there. Yeah. Romans 8, 7 says, Because the mind set on the flesh is hostile toward God. For it does not subject itself to the law of God. Mm-hmm. For it is not even able to do so. Your mind, our yeah. mind, is not even able to subject itself to the law of God. Yeah. It yeah. is, the, the flesh is hostile toward God. If, if you are, mm-hmm. so when, when, when there's a word given, if we try to reason it out with our minds yeah. and go to the flesh with that and, and, and focus on the flesh, we are literally in opposition to God. And yeah. I, I, I know I've been there where I've, yeah. like, you know, like, when, when the, there's a word given and you basically say, like, let's say, Pastor, let's say one of the, one of the words this week was stretching or recently there was something that was stretching yeah. or, or your spiritual mentor or someone gave, a, gave directive. And the, the instant, the, the first thought was, yeah, but... Yeah. Uh, well, let me explain this to you. I, let, me, let me tell you why yeah. that may not work. That is hostility toward God. That's rebellion. Yeah. That's not saying at your word, mm-hmm. I, I believe. That's not saying, yes, I will put down the net. And, and that's where you see the blessing, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, a lot of times when we enter into, like, the realm of reason, we think we're doing God a service. You know, like, mm-hmm. we're like, well, I need to... I need to test this. I need to, to test this out. You know, and a lot of times, like, we'll think of the Bereans. Well, yeah, they tested it, and, you know, we're supposed to test the spirits and stuff like that. But honestly, that's not something that should be done in the moment. That's something that should yeah. be done in advance, right? I'm not just going to receive anything from anybody, but if, but if the Lord has directed me and led me to be planted with somebody, you know, mm-hmm. like, that, that's... Testing the spirit. All right, where is the Lord leading me to be, and who is He leading me to submit to? And whenever I'm being led by the Lord, and the Lord and someone that the Lord has connected me with gives me a correction, that's the moment that I need to humble myself and say, even if I don't understand this, I'm yielding to the. You know, like I'm gonna, Lord, I don't see this right now. Help me see it, but. But I'm going to just assume that I'm wrong, you know, like, and a prideful person would never, like, let that become their default is, I'm just going to assume that I'm wrong, and I need to grow, you know, but, but when we're operating in rebellion, I, whose kingdom are we operating in? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not God's. Yeah. Yeah, The devil's, right? Because where, but, but how did the devil get corrupted? Where did that corruption come? Well, Ezekiel 28, 17 Tells us, uh, this is God speaking to, to the devil. He said, you corrupted your wisdom by reason. Yeah. yeah. You corrupted your wisdom yeah. by reason. He had wisdom, but it got corrupted when he began yeah. to reason. Well, I, I'm, I have all this splendor. I have all this glory. I have all this power. I have all of this. I should become, you know, people should praise me. People should worship me. And so he rebelled against God because he got into reason. Yeah. And, and you know, uh, you might have heard, uh, I believe it's either Lester Summerall or Kenneth Hagin. I think it's Kenneth Hagin says that if the devil can keep you in the arena of reason, he'll whoop you every time. Mm-hmm. Right. But if you battle him in the arena of faith, you'll win every time. Yeah. Yeah. But if we, if we get caught in our logic, 
we'll get whooped by the devil. If we get caught up in reason, we're actually operating in the devil's system. Mm-hmm. You know, so of course yeah. we're going to get whooped. You know, and, and it's not—it's not a noble thing to be led by your understanding. Yeah. Right? yeah. Proverbs three, five, and six makes it very clear: we're not supposed to rely on our own understanding, by our own logic, by our own yeah. reasoning. We're supposed to rely on Him. And you'll quote that to anyone, they'll be like, yeah, but God gave us a brain for a reason, you know. It doesn't mean we're not supposed to use our brain. You're right. It doesn't mean we're not supposed to use our brain. But we're supposed to use our brain. And actually, what we're supposed to use our brain for is to renew our mind to what God said in his word, right? Yeah. And and to what God is telling us to do in that moment. But, But you'll see a lot of people who are led by logic and reason, they'll reject the whole premise of, of, you know, well, we don't, we don't lean on our own understanding. They'll be like, yeah. well, yeah, but let me try to justify why it's good for me to rely on my own logic and reasoning, you know? Yeah. And, and people who rely so heavily on yeah. their understanding and on their study and yeah. on their doctoral degree on theology and things like that, those people don't see God move very often. Yeah. They, yeah. Know, they have a lot of information in, the, in their head, but they don't have fellowship with the Lord. And yeah. that reason and that logic will actually keep them away from the very God yeah. that, they're, that they, yeah, that they yeah. believe that they're serving. And it's a really sad thing. Yeah. But I've been there too. Yeah. You know, we're, we're yeah. relying on doctrines of men and on books, and we'll read more books that, about God than we'll actually spend time in fellowship with God. Yeah. You know, and we yeah. think we're serving Him, but we don't even know Him at that point. And, and it's, and it's oh, I'm, I'm just... Speaking honestly from experience of how sad yeah. of a of a yeah. place that was for mm-hmm. me, you know. But but we shouldn't be relying or fighting a battle. But let's say like a situation or a storm is coming our way, we don't fight that by reasoning and logic and okay, I need to figure out how to get out of this. That's relying on ourselves and our yeah. flesh. And the mindset on the flesh yeah. is death. It's yeah. hostility towards God. But the mindset on the spirit. What's the Lord leading me to do in this moment? Those who are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. So God, what are you telling me to do in this moment? And in that position of fellowship, oh, you want me to cast my net on the other side? I've been toiling all day, but if that's what you say, I'll do it. You yeah, know, yeah. And that's where the blessing comes. It doesn't make sense, but God, if this is what you're telling me to do. A lot of times we're toiling and toiling and toiling yeah. because we're just trying to do it in, our, in and of our own flesh right. and of our own strength. Yeah. But then we get to a place where we just get tired and we're like, okay, God, I don't know what else to do right now. And then now we're coming to him, you know, at the end of the, of the situation yeah. when we could have gone to him right away and got, and got an answer and been delivered from the situation from the beginning. Mm-hmm, but we yeah. just never came to him in the first place. And you see that with the disciples in the storm. They're trying mm-hmm. everything they can do to keep themselves, keep the boat afloat, you know. Yeah. But then right when they've made the determination, all right, we're dying. Let's go find Jesus. You know, we tried, we tried, we tried, we failed. We're dying. Yeah. Might as well let Jesus know. All right. Yeah. Oh, he's sleeping. Jesus, don't you care that we're dying? And then Jesus, like, if they went to him in the first place, he would have stopped that storm right away. You know, yeah. but they, they toiled and toiled and toiled. And then, but when, the second they came to him, the situation was handled. Yeah, you know? yeah. We don't have to spend all that time toiling and trying to figure it out and do it in our, in our own strength. But all we need to do is yeah. go to him and he'll help. Yeah. Yeah, and unfortunately, it you can actually do this with the Word of God. You can get yeah. into logic mm-hmm. with the Word of God. You're supposed to read yeah. the Word through with the Holy Spirit and mm-hmm. through right. faith. But you can actually look at the Word of God and read it and not be in faith 
and actually have a hard heart toward the word. Yeah. And you, I, I asked Pastor when I was talking to him about this the other day. And I, I said, you know, when I'm talking about what I, what I'm bringing up, it's it's biblical principles. And Pastor is explaining to me how I was operating in logic. And I said, but I'm, it's biblical principles. I'm I'm looking to the word. I I'm using the word as an example. And he said, that's what the Pharisees did. The Pharisees looked at the Bible through yeah. reason, yeah. Through, through logic. And that's why they couldn't even see Jesus standing right before them. Mm-hmm. They couldn't see he was the fullness of the law that they were so familiar with. Yeah. And if we step into reason and logic and live there, we will miss the fullness of the word. We'll yeah. miss Jesus. We'll miss the answer of Jesus to every solution. Every solution, every issue we have a solution to. But if we step into reason, we're going to yeah. see all the reasons why it doesn't work. All the reasons why, well, Jesus, he's the son of, of Joseph. He's the carpenter's son. It can't be him being yeah. logical and missing yeah. Jesus. But we can't, when we look at the word, honestly, this is what I've done. I've read the word and I've been like, yeah, but, yeah, yeah but I don't under that doesn't make sense. I don't understand how is that? I don't know about that. Doesn't make sense. I don't understand that. Instead of just yeah. saying, "Lord, if you said it, I believe it." Amen. Yeah. And that's yeah. what that's what the they did when they cast down their nets. Is at your word, I'll do it. I don't even have yeah. to. I don't have to understand. And what I've done is, whenever a directive is given, I've waited until I've understood it to obey. Yeah. Yeah. I've waited. Okay, mm. let me talk to you about it before I obey. Yeah. Let me understand it mentally. And then I'll obey. And it, I didn't realize I was doing it. Like, that was very subconscious. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I would, you know, if yeah. I was, I'm like, I'm, I'm doing well asking questions. I'm, it's good to ask questions. Really, yeah. I was being disobedient because I was asking questions and waiting until I agreed yeah. Yeah. before obeying. Yeah. The verse that the Lord brought up to me as we were just talking about what we're going to talk about today And he actually brought this up to me yesterday. I've just been meditating on it before we even knew what the word was going to be about today. And if you'll go to Mark 10, Mark 10, and in verse 13, um, you know, they were bringing children to Jesus uh, so that he might touch them. And the disciples were like, no, like, get these kids out of here. Uh, But Jesus starts talking and he says, permit the children to come to me. Do not hinder them for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these and verse 15 is what I want us to focus on. Mark 10, 15. And you can put that in the comments. He says, Truly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child will not enter it at all. And this, this verse has always stuck with me because it's, it's really simple. And this verse shows just how simple Christianity, just how simple following God truly is. We've tried to make it, and you know, the Pharisees, for instance, just bringing them up as an example, tried to make it so complicated and like living by this and all these rules and all these different things and all these like having to do this. And Jesus came to tell us, no, that's the law. And I came that you don't have to live by the law. Just come to me like a child. And like a child is, you know, my my dad gives us an example when talking about this verse if he, like, if he were, if a good father was to come up to his child and say, you know, I'm going to, like, I'm going to, did you know that I could fly? 
the kid would totally believe him. Like, like you think of a little toddler and a dad, a good father tells his little boy, did you know that I could fly? The kid would be like, show me now. Yeah. Like, I want to see. Uh, because a child just believes anything their parents tell them. And that's how we've got to be with the word. Because God's a good father. He's not going to take that for granted and be like, hey, watch this. I'm going to tell them this and lead them astray. That To think that is to not know God's character and nature at all. And we really, if we're having those thoughts, we really need to get in the word and learn more and more about God's character and nature. But as we do, we'll realize he's not like that at all. Yeah. He is perfect. Every good thing, every lovely thing, everything that makes us happy, that all comes from him. He is the father of lights with whom there is no shadow of variation in him. He is the best of the best. And when he says something, we've got to take it without any question. That's what he's saying here. Uh, we've got to become people that, you know, we're not supposed to be unwise. We're supposed to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. With the men of this world, pe- people can miss it, but God never will. And we've got to get to a point where people honestly like might think that we're being like gullible or something. We've got to get to that point because we know yeah. that we know that God is never going to miss it. He says yeah. something, I have no clue how. And the thing is, I don't need to know how it's going to work. I know if he said it, it's going to happen. And the reason that Jesus was frustrated with the disciples in that instance with the storm is he gave them the word were going over to the other side. So they already had their word. So that nothing that came between them and the other side was going to be able to prosper because they already had the word of the Lord. They already had the word of the Lord. And that's all we need. Once we have that, nothing can stand between that because God is powerful. He is the most powerful and no weapon formed against him, no weapon formed against us can prosper they had the word and they doubted it. He was, he was frustrated because they doubted the word. And that's, that's the way we've got to be. As soon as we get a word from the Lord, I don't care if I understand it or not. I don't care if a hundred uh, enemies come between me and the ending of that word. It is going to happen. You know, I think of, I think, was it Elijah and Elisha? where the armies came up and surrounded them. And there was the servant, it might've been Elisha, I think, where the servant was like, oh my goodness, we're gonna die. But they had a word. They were protected of the Lord. And the servant doubted God in that instance, but it was Elisha, right? I believe so. I believe so. And he said, Lord, show him, show him, just show him what you're doing. And he automatically saw all of, the angels and heaven's army surrounding them. And faith is the evidence of things not seen. Mm -hmm. There is so much going on that we can't even see. There's so many things going on that we can't mentally see. We can't understand. And like, that's, that's something we need to understand. We don't know it all. (laughs) We don't know it all. You can have a doctorate in whatever, and you still don't know it all in that one subject. You might know less. (laughs) Honestly, honestly, you might know less. There's there's so much going on. We've got to get ourselves to a point where we understand we don't know it all. Well, can you you say some time? Well, 
what was coming to me, especially when you brought up this verse, and, and this is why I said what, what I just said, yeah. was um, like there have been many times, and if you relate to this, uh, you, you don't have to say anything. Just be, <laughs> just, not to say amen, you can just say poor buddy or whatever. But um, uh, there have been many times when I'm, I'm like, all right, you know, I've studied this yeah. topic. Yeah. I, I, I understand so much of this topic. Yeah. You know, I've studied it out. Like I remember one time in particular, um, we were at a meeting, and a mi- the minister in that meeting was like, all right, if you're believing for this, I want you to come up. And I'm like, I'm believing for that. So I came up, and I'm there, and I'm like, all right, like, I know what to do. Yeah. Like, all right, like, I'm, like, preparing my heart. I'm like, all right, Lord, I'm going to receive this, you know, and I'm, like, doing all the, the steps and all the things that I know I need to do. All right, I'm thinking about all the scriptures. Yeah, like, I know, yeah. you know, this scripture and this scripture, so I'm, like, preparing myself. And then I'm looking at, in front of me, and there was, like, a lady there, and she's yeah. just standing there like this. I'm like, oh, man, she's probably not going to receive, you know. Like, I was like, she, she's not preparing herself. She's not getting herself in the right place, you know. And I'm like, but I'm, like, I'm doing all these things. And then she goes up, gets prayed for, and then just walks and sits down. And I go up, and I'm like, all right. And then I get prayed for, and I'm like, I, I have it. I believe that I have received, yeah. you know. And I go, and I sit down and stuff. And then the next day, you know, I'm still believing for it yeah. and stuff like that. But then I remember, um, but, you know, like, there was still part of me that was like, oh, well, you know. Like, I yeah. didn't see the... Manifestation at that point, but like, I remember the next day, like she came up, like, and she was like talking about how, how yeah, like, like I, like I got it, all these different things, and I'm like, how did, how did you get it? Like this was all in my head. I'm like, yeah. how did you yeah. get the manifestation, and I did not. You know, and yeah. like, and like that's just like one instance of a billion instances where where I'm like, where like someone comes yeah. up to me and they're like, they're like a baby Christian. They're like, yeah, I'm believing for this. I'm like. Uh, you know, good luck, you know, like, there's, there's yeah. no way that's going to yeah. happen. And then, yeah. like, the next day, they have the thing that they were like, I'm like, yeah. you don't even know, like, two scriptures to put together <laughs> to, to be believing for that. I'm like, how in the world did you get that? Like, I, you know, yeah. and, um, and, like, one of the most frustrating things that, that ha- had been for me was, like, I've studied this stuff out, you know, yeah. I know so much, and I've logiced all these pieces together, and I've brought it all together, and I've got my list of scriptures and things like that, right. you know, and then someone comes in and they're, and they're just like, well, and in my mind, they're just kind of careless and clueless and emotional, yeah. you know, like in yeah. my mind, like they're, oh, yeah. they're just like emotional, like they'll, like that's a dangerous thing for them, you know, they can just receive any like demonic, you know, like yeah. I, I would think yeah. stuff like that, whereas my ditch had been that I would err on the other side where I have to like test everything out and basically yeah. get in that reason. Yeah. And, and the biggest frustration for me is that this person would, would keep receiving things from God. <laughs> and I'm over here still trying to figure out why isn't, hasn't it been working for me? You know, <laughs> like this person, like they just seem super emotional, super like careless with everything. Well, that's, you know, the Bible says that we should care for nothing, you know. But like I'm here like yeah. trying everything within <laughs> my power to get yeah. it to work. And this person's not trying at all, and it's working. And I'm just frustrated yeah. with them at this yeah. point. Like, why the heck is, like, is it so easy for them and so difficult for me? You know, like, yeah. I, and I would yeah. get so frustrated uh, with something like that. And I was talking to Pastor about it. Like, it's just irritating to my flesh. And I'm, like, talking to Pastor, and it's like, well, it's probably because they're receiving like a child, and you're trying to receive it like an adult. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Thanks for the close-up, Sammy. <laughs> like, 
like like they're just saying well that's available to me okay yeah yeah and i'm like <laughs> yeah i understand that that's available to me now let me go through the process and all the things that i know i need to do so that yeah. i can receive it and yeah. and then i i'm relying more at that point on myself and on my and on my knowledge and my understanding of scripture to make it manifest rather than god said it okay yeah i received yeah. that yeah. you know yeah and that's something i'm still like I spent my whole life thinking that way, yeah, you know, yeah. so, so I've been having to actively work. Like, I'm like, I'm yeah. trying to do it right. And I'm also trying to not try <laughs> and yeah. just receive, you know, yeah. so like, it's just yeah. been like an interesting thing. But ultimately, it comes down to, God, you said it. I believe it. Yeah. I receive it. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Which seems so far too simple. Yeah. For for a logical mind. Yeah. It can't be that easy. Yeah. Can. Now, how, how do I, how, what, but what do I do? See, that's too simple. Yeah. You know, like that's what the logical reason uh, of our mind would say. It's just too simple. Yeah. But that's, but that mentality is the very thing that's yeah. keeping us from receiving. Yeah. Right. Because we think, no, that's too simple. It has to be more complicated than that. Just like yeah. the Pharisees. Yeah. yeah. Well, like one thing that I was seeing this this week that the Lord is bringing to me it was there are times where I haven't seen the manifestation that I know that I should have yeah. seen. And instead of being humble, I got really prideful and was like, it's just not working. It's just, it doesn't work. <laughs> and the missing variable was my faith. Mm-hmm. Why would yeah. I believe that I would receive if I wasn't in faith? It's yeah. not God's yeah. fault. Yeah. Yeah. If something hasn't been working, I need to evaluate my faith. Yeah. I need to see that it was me. It's not God. Yeah. Everything yeah. that you just, uh, the whole story, I have been in like the exact <laughs> same situation. Mm-hmm. I have yeah. I have literally been in service before and someone's receiving. And I'm like, why are they receiving more than me? Mm-hmm. Like, they're not even living right. Like, they're yeah. not, what about me? And it's because, <laughs> like, they're, who knows? God is merciful and wonderful. <laughs> Unlike I was in that moment, God is merciful. Yeah. Um, it, you know, the verse that really, it, it, it sums this up, not that we're done, but it, it sums this up really is, First yeah. John five four. Let's put that in the comments. First John five four. And I'm gonna read it from the NLT version. It says, For every child of God defeats this evil world, and we achieve this victory through our faith. Yeah. Not through our logic, not through our list, yeah. through our faith. Yeah. And if I'm being honest, <laughs> I have not always been in faith. A lot of the time, I have not been in faith. I've been in works. So, yeah. yes, that's why I haven't received like I should have. Not because it's God's fault, because it was my fault. Yeah. There's, there's a story that comes up just in up to my mind that the Lord's brought up oftentimes to me in helping me, like, to remind me just to, just to have faith like a child. And... There, it was about like five years ago. My dad and I went to the Southwest Believers Convention uh, down in Texas, and there were like some of the great generals of faith there, Kenneth Copeland, Jesse Duplantis, um, all those great people. And there was one time after the services wrapped up that I was going to, like Jesse Duplantis was there, and he was signing books and stuff, and he like got to meet him. 
And I was like, oh my goodness, I love Jesse Duplantis. I would love to meet him. Well, my dad knew uh, one of the security guards there who was like just standing there with Jesse. And uh, my dad asked him like, hey, like, do you need any help? Is there anything I can do? And the guy was like, hey, we're actually almost done. If you wouldn't mind um, letting a few more people in and then just closing off the line. So my dad's like, yeah, sure. So I'm, I'm walking with my dad. And uh, so we let a few more people in. Then my dad closed off, closes off the line. And so I hop into the back of the line. I'm like, awesome. I'm going to get the back of the line, <laughs> which means he'll probably spend like a little bit more time with me and stuff. And I'll like get to like say hi and stuff. I was just thrilled, thrilled. And so then this lady comes like running up, running up. She's like, I'm so sorry. I didn't know they were closing off the line. Can you let me in? And my dad's like, yeah, of course, like come in. And he closes off the line behind her. And this man comes running up. He's like, I'm so sorry. Like, can I get in the line? And my dad's like, yeah, sure, get in the line. So he lets him in. And you know, the lady comes through and I'm just like, here you go. And I like let her go in front of me so I can still be in the back of the line. And, um, and then the guy comes in. I'm like, here you go. I'm just smiling and everything. I'm like this little 15 year old kid. And so I'm just smiling and everything. I'm like, here you go. And the guy's like, he, he looks at me and he's like, I know what you're doing. I know you're trying to get in the back of the line so you can have more time with him. And it's not going to happen. So you go right there. And I'm like. Lovely person. I know. I'm like, we are at a Christian conference, sir. I was like, man, I got fiery. And I was so upset with this guy. So I like stood there. And like my, my dad heard the whole thing. He was right behind me. And so the guy didn't know that I was with, he didn't know that that was my dad. And so I looked at my dad, this guy, you know, and he's, he's just like, just, he just motions to me, like, just calm down. So I was like, fine. And so I turn around and I am irritated at this guy. And he's like standing behind and like, like he's one and all this stuff. And I just stand there. I'm like, my dad told me to calm down. So I'm going to do that. I'm not going to defend myself. Uh, and, and so I'm just sitting there and it looks like I've lost, like it's not a big deal, but to me it was, it looks like this guy has won and you know, my dad doesn't say anything. He just leaves them. I was like, fine, I'm just going to take it. And if like about a minute later, um, my dad, he goes, Abigail, and he like calls me and the guy turns around and I turn around and he's like, and he calls me. He's like, stand right here. And he puts me in the back of the line. And the guy's standing there like, what? And, and I got to be in the back of the line. I got to say hi to Jesse Duplantis and all this stuff. And it was wonderful. And I enjoyed it. Uh, but the moral of the story is, is that we had, I had to take faith like a child. If my dad told me to calm down and I didn't, take him at his word, if I still tried to, like, look mean at that guy or, like, say anything to defend myself or, you know, done something, it would have been not a good decision. I would have ended up digging myself a hole. My dad would not have rewarded me by letting me, calling me to the back of the line. He would have made me stay right there and all this stuff. Yeah. And it that happened because I trusted in my father, even though it looked like Everything in the natural looked like, you know, I waited several other minutes. The line was moving, and he still hadn't called me to the back. I didn't know what he was going to do. It looked like he was just going to leave me there. And I had to trust in him that he was going to handle it, that I needed to not worry about anything, even if I did stay in that position in the line. And while that situation wasn't a big one, for instance, there wasn't a lot at stake, it still taught me, and the Lord still used it, to show me we've got to be the same with God. 
whenever we get in a, a situation or a circumstance that causes us to question, instead of looking at the natural, instead of looking like, well, everything points to this guy has been a not nice person, and now like it looks like I've lost, like it looks like I'm not going to get what my heart really wants, we've got to go immediately to the Word of God. We've got to go immediately to the words that He's already given us. And in that instance, my word from my father was calm down <laughs> and turn around. So that's exactly what I had to do. And that's what we've got to do in each situation. We've got to look to the word. So whatever the situation is that we're in, we've got to look to what is the word that we have right now. The word the disciples had was get to the other side. And that's what they had to focus on. You know, the word that Elisha told his servant was everything's fine. Don't worry. We've got to look to the word from the Lord and that we've got to look to that and nothing else. And that will guide us. And that's what will keep us through. Amen. Um, I I know some of this can be kind of, uh, kind of broad, but honestly, the, the, I think a more challenging part of it, but really important because this will get us to, this will get us to victory is basically what, what, what was coming up to me is whenever a challenge comes up, this is what I'm doing. Whenever yeah. a challenge comes up, when something does not look good, this month, if it's, you know, Christmas time, there are challenges. Maybe every Christmas of your life this far, or the past, yeah. let's say the past five years, maybe every Christmas the past five years has not been great. It's yeah. something happened around Christmas time. You have to be around people that are challenging, that are not not helpful, that are discouraging. Maybe it's finances are not looking very good right now. Yeah. Whatever it is in those situations, when something comes up, we have a word from the Lord to always be in hope, always have yeah. a confident, joyful expectation, yeah. to always put on praise to be expecting victory. And for me, honestly, the the biggest challenge, one of the biggest challenges I've had is when something something has come up, I've gone to my logic and emotion and I've dropped faith. It's it's easy to have faith when everything is looking great. (laughs) Yeah. But what we're talking about today is when you've fished all night, when you've toiled, (laughs) when it's not looking good and you need some fish... You need it. Are you going to get discouraged? And I'm talking to me right now. Am I going to get discouraged? Am I going to get emotional and just like, ah, you know, it's just, it's a stinky time right now. It's challenging. Or am I going to put hope in my God? Mm -hmm. Even if I have been in this situation, even if I fished five days in a row and every day it's gone horribly Mm -hmm. and I'm in horrible (laughs) situations. Doesn't matter what it looks like. Yeah. I have to go in faith. I have to be obedient. If I do not yeah. put on faith, I'm in disobedience. It's not like it's an option. And one thing that came up to me, I was making myself laugh when you were talking about how like it's so simple, just mm-hmm. have faith. And I like I I felt like the Holy Spirit was just kind of like joking with me, but <laughs> he I felt like it came up to me of like, if I want it to be more complicated than have faith. I need to make a new religion. Like, I need to just, let me start my own religion, do it my way, and I'm going to make it full of lists and, and full of 
uh, doctrines, honestly, mm-hmm. that's doctrines of devils. Like, yeah. that's not... Yeah. If I want to be in Christianity, have Jesus as my Savior, <laughs> I have to submit that it's easy. I have to submit yeah. that it's simple. And if I don't want it yeah. to be simple, then I don't want Christianity. I don't want... If I don't want it simple, I don't want Jesus because Jesus made it easy and light. He made yeah. it simple, and yeah. it's faith. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how simple is it to say, test your nets on the other side? <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. what is, like, there's no, it's not like you said, okay, here's what I want you to do. I want you to travel yeah. to these coordinates. I want you to go out there. I want you to <laughs> wait till like, this yes. very moment. And then what you're going to do, oh, yeah, that's so complicated. Yeah, that it makes just sense. Might work. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, like uh, yeah. but no, he just said, Hey, take your nets and just throw them on the other side, you know. Mm-hmm. And and see, this yeah. is really one of Peter's first times encountering Jesus. So, yeah. what was his default? Well, just so you know, preacher, not fisherman, <laughs> preacher man, you know, like just so you know, we've been out here all night. We know what we're doing, and we've caught nothing. But yeah. just to appease you, okay, we'll cast it out on the other side, right? And yeah. uh, oh, it worked, <laughs> you know, but. Well, here, here's yeah. the beauty of it. Sometimes whenever God gives us a command, we shouldn't get in our head and just try to explain why it wouldn't work. Yeah. We should just instantly be like, okay, yeah, yeah, and, and go for it. Cause, and you see Peter actually kind of learned that over yeah. the course of following Jesus. Because in John chapter 20, uh, or John chapter 21, you see Jesus has already died. You yeah. know, he's, he's resurrected. And Peter's like, I'm going fishing. So they go out fishing. Guess what? They have like the exact same situation. <laughs> They're catching nothing. You know, yeah. They're fishing, and it's not, it's not a good time, right? Yeah. And then, uh, and then they're there. The day was now breaking. Jesus stood on the beach. But the disciples didn't even know that it was Jesus. Um, but Jesus said to them, children. Uh, like, <laughs> did, did anyone else just get a flash? Children. That's, that's if you haven't message. watched that, it's not even a broadcast. It was from Sunday morning. And yeah. I could not tell you for the life of me which, which broadcast that was. If you know, put it in the comments so that we can yeah. like put the link in there. But anyway, he said, children, do you not have any, uh, you don't have any fish yet, do you? Don't you love that? Like, they're probably frustrated at, the, at this point, you know, and some guy, <laughs> you know, at the shore is like, you didn't catch anything, did you? You know, and Peter, I'm sure he had some flesh right there. And they're like, N-, they said no. And he said, cast the net on the, on the other side. Yeah. And you'll find a catch. And this time Peter wasn't like, well, we tried all night and caught nothing. No, his response was immediately, okay. Well, it worked last time. Someone told me to do this. Let me do it again. They cast it on the other side. And, yeah. and the funny thing about this one is they didn't even pull it in. <laughs> like like it, says, uh, it says, so they cast it on the other side. And they were not able to haul it in because of the great number of fish. There were so yeah. many, they were like, okay. It's Jesus. Let's go to him because <laughs> yeah. forget the fish. I want Jesus, you know, yeah, yeah. And, um, and they recognized yeah. it like in that moment. Like, and you see, you can kind of in that one subtle difference of the first time Peter's explaining why he doesn't yeah. think it'll work. And in the second time, him just being like, OK, you know, yeah. I'll, let me just throw it in. You know, you kind of you can see that the, the difference of of the progression, you know, like yeah. it's not like, well, if you've grown up your whole life and always trying to figure out reasons why not to believe, that Peter is evidence that there's hope for you, that it's not just yeah. like, well, this is how it's always been. Now I'm going to have to spend the next 15 years, you know, undoing yeah. all of that. No, like yeah. G- Peter was only with Jesus for three years. Doesn't have to take yeah. 15 years. Yeah. To, yeah. Like if you spend yeah. 15 years creating a bad habit of thinking, 
It doesn't have to take 15 years of creating a new habit. Yeah. You know, all it takes is the anointing and just giving yourself to, okay, God, I, I trust you uh, and, and I'm believing that you're going to help me renew my mind. Because, uh, you know, Ro- Romans 12 verse 2 talks about this, right? It talks about don't conform to the patterns and customs of this world, right? Yeah. Don't, and, the print, and what it says next is, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So he's basically saying, stop thinking the way the world thinks. With the with reason and with logic and well, let me tell you why I why I don't believe God. You know, well, do you know God loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life? Well, I'm a scientist. Let me tell you why I don't believe. You know, yeah. well, it like that's like that's how the world thinks. You know, they think with logic and with reason, but but what our responsibility is is to let God renew our mind, right? Because yeah. I, I like the way that Romans twelve two reads in the New Living because it says, um, don't. It says, don't conform to the patterns and customs of this world, but let God transform you by changing the way you think. So mm-hmm. instead of thinking, instead of letting my initial thought be, well, let me tell you why this won't work, you know, because I haven't gotten it all together because, because X, Y, Z, or, you know, all those things. But let my default be, okay, if you tell me to do it, no matter how simple it seems, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. And let me not, like, rationalize why it won't work, because then I get double-minded. But let me just instantly be like, God told me to do this. I'm going to do it before I even have a chance to think, you know, yeah. before my mind has a chance to, to try to put on the brakes. No, I'm just going to yeah. go in yeah. for you, you know, and I'm going to get it. And if I know that it's God, you know, why would I challenge it? Why would I question it? You yeah. know, if it's, if it's from a shepherd that God has planted me with, you know, let yeah. me go in. Now, if he's asking me to do something immoral, that's one thing. But, yeah. but no, like, I might not fully understand this, but if you're asking me to do this, okay, I'm jumping in. I'm throwing the net on the other side. It seems too simple, but okay. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. just do it and then see what happens. Oh, it worked. Yeah. Why would my brain complicate it? Because, yeah. you know, the, that's what the devil wants to do. He wants to try yeah. to, uh, you know, like you're riding a bike. He wants to put a wedge in the, in the, in the wheel to, to keep yeah. you from, from moving forward. So that's yeah. what it'll do in our thinking is, hey, God wants you to build up momentum momentum but the devil wants to put a wedge in there and and yeah. keep you from actually moving forward in the things yeah. of god and what's that wedge it's usually reason well let me tell you why this won't work i mean and i'm not going to move forward until i fully understand this you know? yeah that that keeps us from moving forward and from growing yeah. yeah and inevitably leads us like you said at the beginning to crisis and we're like <laughs> yeah. okay okay i should probably do this you know yeah. but but no let me just take that revelation not let my head get in the way and just keep moving forward in the Lord. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Hannah put it in the comments. If I don't want it simple, then I don't want Christianity. Yeah. That's a it's a great put it put that in the comments. Yeah. That's a great point. And honestly, even this message today, I, I know we've talked about a lot of things and the flesh is just so corrupt that it can yeah. get very much into like into the list, even with this of, okay, I'm gonna be in faith. I'm not gonna be in works. I'm gonna try to figure out how to do this. Don't. No, don't do that. <laughs> Even this message yeah. today, we, we have to take it simple. Take yeah. it, 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 one, of the most, um, one of the most faithful responses that we can have is just to say, okay. Like, yeah, that's the truth. <laughs> just say, okay. 
That's literally all we have to do with the word today. Are you also hearing Pastor go, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he did that. He had a message on I think, that. I wonder if was that was the, the same, same? message. It very well could be. You know what? I have a picture of Pastor going, okay, in my phone, and that'll probably give me the exact date. <laughs> Where, Where you're looking for Here it is. There it is. <laughs> all right, continue. Yeah. I, I remember um, a couple years ago, I was in, I had... I had some serious deception yeah. happening that I was dealing with. I had, I had come to the point of a stronghold, serious stuff, like yeah. stuff I did not, that really had a grip on me, and I didn't yeah. want to let go of it. It was bad. Like, I was <laughs> I was talking on the phone with Pastor, and, like, my flesh had gotten to a very rebellious point. <laughs> and I think, the, I think it had to do with, um, honestly, it had to do with depression. I mm-hmm. was not wanting to let go of depression. I yeah. it's not just like I was like, oh, I'm sinning. Like I'm talking I'm just talking about depression. Like I'm not mm-hmm. talking yeah. about like some horrible yeah. to the world sin. Yeah. I didn't want to let go of it though. And mm-hmm. I, I I was having this conversation with Pastor and I was just like sh- I was completely shut down. Like I wasn't mm-hmm. I wasn't listening <laughs> to him. And I remember he said basically even in this moment you don't even have to want to do what I'm saying. Your flesh, you don't have to conjure up a yeah. desire to do. He's like, I know you don't want to let go of this. I, I know you don't want to move forward. But yeah. just make the decision anyway. Even yeah. though you don't want to do it, make the decision anyway. Just yeah. at, by faith. And I remember I said, okay. And he said, That's the first, that is the first moment of faith that you've had in this entire conversation. All I said yeah. was okay. Yeah. Okay. And that's all we have to do today. We don't have to figure it out. We don't even have to lo- logically figure out the, the word the rest of the day. Just yeah. let, let receive. All we have to do is receive it by faith of I'm going to act in faith. I'm yeah. going yeah. to respond in faith. When something comes up, I will respond in faith. Not, am I going, am, am I going to respond <sighs> in faith? What if I don't? What if my flesh doesn't want to? My yeah. flesh gets really loud. No, yeah. that's getting yeah. into reason. Yeah. No, we just have to be like, okay, yeah, I'm going to do it by faith. The Lord's going to help me. I'm going to be in faith now. I yeah. may not have been in faith in the past. That's I'm going right. to be, I'm going to be in faith now. That's by right. faith, I choose to be in faith. Yeah. <laughs> going yeah. to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and put that in the comments. Just put, okay. And <laughs> okay. Just, okay. Okay. That's it. There's been so many times, like, I can think of where I didn't feel like it. I, like, like you in that situation, a lot of times when I've been, when I was sick, like, when I was, like, physically sick mm, and, like, yeah. the Lord was telling me, put on joy, uh, that was the last thing I felt like <laughs> doing. And I felt like doing it not at all, not at all. But because I knew he had told me to, in those moments when it was just like, okay, okay, Lord. And I've told the story so many times where I've just gone, ha. Huh? Ha, ha. <laughs> Did I feel like being in joy in that moment? Not at all. But I knew that the Lord had said it. And that was an act of faith, even though it didn't look like it. Because I continued. I began that good work of being obedient. And he gave me the strength to continue and continue. And before long, it turned into real laughter and real joy. And I was filled with the joy of the Lord, which is our strength. And was strengthened and like you know got better and all that stuff. And that's just one example. And, like, you saying okay in that conversation is what led to the breakthrough in that. Even though you didn't feel like it at all, that 
just okay, even though yeah. feelings did not, they weren't yeah. aligning with yeah. that okay. Your spirit man, you yeah. allowing that spirit man, just that moment of, yeah. okay, I'm going to let my spirit man in on this situation, yeah. just to say okay. Yeah. Just to say okay, even though I f- don't feel like it at all, I don't yeah. understand it, none of that is necessary. None yeah. of that is necessary to be yeah. obedient to the Lord. Yeah. And, and hear that again. Feelings or understanding. Yeah. And put this in the comments. Feelings and understanding are not required mm-hmm. to be obedient to the Lord. We don't yeah. have to feel like being obedient to the Lord. Yeah. Uh, Jesus, I can assure you, probably didn't feel like saying yeah. no when the enemy was like, turn this stone into bread. He had been fasting for 40 days and yeah. not like, oh, he was drinking soup and stuff. No, he was like nothing <laughs> for 40 days. Uh, his feelings, I can almost assure you, was I want to turn this stone into bread. Yeah. But he knew that he had a word. And he said, no, Our, we don't need to feel like yeah. obeying the Lord yeah. to do it. We don't need to fully understand yeah. things. We've said this time and time again. Mm-hmm. If we had to fully understand things to be in faith yeah. or to be obedient to the Lord, none of us could be saved. Yeah. I, you know, the Christianity has been my whole life. And yet I don't even, I don't feel like I'm even beginning to scratch the surface of everything that went into me being saved, into salvation, into all that Jesus did to get us saved. And yet I know that I know that I'm saved even though I don't understand it all, it's not, faith is, faith doesn't come by seeing, physically seeing or mentally. Okay, Lord, I see what you mean there. Faith doesn't come by seeing. It comes by obedience to the word of God, taking him at his word. Okay, Lord. Okay. I don't see it. I don't understand it. But what I do know is I know you. I know you are the truth. I know you are the way. I know that you're the light. That's all that matters. Yeah, that's a great point. We don't have to feel like being in faith to yeah. be in faith. Yeah. If we wait to feel like being in faith to be yeah. in faith, we'll get whooped. <laughs> like every we'll, time. Every time. That's yeah. living by feelings, not by faith. That's not operating in faith. Yep. That, is a, that is a great point. Yep. Do you know how many times I have not wanted to read my Bible (laughs) and my flesh hasn't, but I've just told myself to do it anyways Yeah, because it's what the Lord was telling me to do in that moment. If we wait for our flesh to align, if we wait for our feelings to align with what the Word's saying, we're going to be waiting a long time. Yeah, There is such a breakthrough, though, when you hit that place and your flesh is saying, no, I'm not doing that. When you hit that wall... And you do it anyway, it breaks the power of the bondage and you go to places you've never gone before. It is a wonderful place to say no to the flesh. (laughs) Wonderful. It truly is. Especially when when you hit a root like that and you realize (laughs) I've hit those roots. I've hit those moments with pastors. I've hit those moments where I have been like, I don't want to do what you're saying. <laughs> when you hit that, though, and you're yeah. like, I don't want to do it, but okay. Yeah. Everything in me right now is saying no, but I'm going to say okay yeah. right now. That is the moment of breakthrough yeah. where the power of the flesh is broken and you let the spirit speak. You let faith be there anyway. 
Then yeah. our lives are never the same. That's Ever. That's the truth. You gotta That's say it quickly. Yes. Yeah. You, yes. The longer you put it off, I'm currently scrolling very far back because I know it's February 9th, 2021. Anyway, but the longer you put it off, basically the more you're yielding to the flesh. Yes. The yeah. more you yield to the flesh, you know, the like the more flesh you have to get to. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get through, not to right. get through. Yeah. To to yeah. overcome. So that's what we gotta make those decisions yeah. quickly to and, say yes. Yeah. And that's something Pastor yeah. explained to me. Um, <laughs> just being really honest, guys. Um, but Pastor said he he said, you know why our when you've talked to me about something, why it's taken yeah. so long? We've had such long conversations. Because you were wait, you were trying to understand it before acting. You weren't in faith. Yeah. You were t- waiting to logically understand it, and then he he explained when I would logically f- or when I would have a good feeling about that. I I feel good about what you're saying. I understand <laughs> it now. Then I would say yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I wasted so much time. Mm-hmm. I wasted so much of their time. Yeah. Yeah. By not just quickly saying okay. Yeah. And yeah. without faith, the word says it's impossible to please God. Yep. Impo- that's not like it's improbable that you'll please God. No, it's impossible. Yeah. It's impossible to please God without faith. So don't feel like that's like we can't allow ourselves to like allow that as an option yeah. anymore. Nope. Past today, we're telling, we're we're sharing now. We're gonna hold ourselves to this, uh, and yeah. hopefully you'll hold yourself to this too. Is <laughs> I'm not gonna allow that to be an option yeah. anymore of waiting until. You know, I understand it all. Waiting until it all makes sense. Waiting until I feel like it to act on the word of God. Yeah. We can't do that because that's not faith. And we we want to please God. <laughs> it's impossible to please yeah. him without faith. And what is the result of that? It is the net-breaking, boat-sinking harvest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is the supply. Yeah. The other side of this is not like, eh, you're bad. No, <laughs> the other side of what we're talking about is... The breakthrough is the yeah. blessing. We cannot get to the other side. We cannot get to the blessing without faith. Yeah. Amen. But we, we need to not look back. Even yeah. if you haven't been in faith, I can tell you right now, like I said, I've looked back <laughs> and I've been like, oh man, I have not been in faith. Even if I've done it wrong all, my whole life, right. I'm not going, I'm not doing it that way from this yeah. moment on. Yeah. Did you find it? It It took me so long. You found it? it. Okay. Kickstart 2021, (laughs) Tuesday night. Okay. Guys, if I'm putting this in the comments right now. Um, I'm gonna watch that. This would be a great message for you to watch. Yes. So it's in the comments. We'll put it in the description also for those who are watching after live. (laughs) I went through I went through a long list of faith like youtube doesn't tell you the dates of the videos it says two years ago okay okay um, (laughs) so i had to go to facebook back when we actually streamed to facebook and scroll all the way back to february 9th how do you know it's february 9th beautiful because there's a timestamp on the picture because i took a picture of pasha going okay Uh. and uh that's his actually his profile picture in my phone so um so I that is I, a great so message. there was a timestamp for yeah. that. So guys, that would be a great. It's Kickstart 2021 when uh, Ted Shuttlesworth was here, but that night Pastor was preaching, and it yeah. was a good one. So yeah. I would encourage you Amen. to watch it. Yeah, Amen. especially because I went through all that work to get a lot of No pressure. Please watch it. But 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 I did this for you. 
So right now, continue with your segue away from from what I said. So right now, get back to the we're <laughs> we're unless you have any unless either of y'all have anything yeah. in closing up. We want we want to pray right now where we've gotten to this point, and we hope you have as well, gotten to this point where we're making a decision right now. Right now is the time to quickly be obedient to the Lord. The Lord Amen. led this message specifically for today. You're watching right now because the Lord specifically wanted you personally to be watching this, to be listening right now. So let's quickly be obedient to the Lord and make this decision right now, Lord. As soon as I know you've told me to do something, I will say, okay, I don't mm -hmm. need to understand it. I don't need to even feel like doing it. Mm -hmm. I'm saying okay to you because I mm -hmm. trust you. I want to be pleasing to you, and I will be obedient to you quickly. So, Mark, if you want yeah. to lead that prayer, and everyone just repeat after her and take this by yeah. faith and make this a moment. Make this a moment for you. I am going to quickly be obedient to the Lord. I'm going to quickly say okay to the Lord. Want after this point right now? Yeah, Amen. There's a um, there's an anointing right now. Yeah. There's an impartation right now to make this decision by faith. Yeah. So we're I'm gonna pray and just repeat after me. Yeah. Lord, right now. Lord, right now. I make the decision. I make the decision to obey you. To obey you. Even when I don't understand. Even when I don't understand. Even when I don't feel like it. I will obey you anyway. I will abide, I will listen, and I will obey, I will obey. In, every in every situation. Everything that comes up to me, I will listen to you I in. I make no room for the flesh. It is not an option to listen to you. I don't keep my options open. I make the decision right now that I will obey you. I will be in faith. And I will be pleasing to you. And I receive that harvest right now. I receive the supernatural empowerment to walk that out right now. I may not even understand what faith looks like. But I have faith right now because your word says that you've given me faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And if your flesh was wanting that to be longer, it's not, it wasn't going to be longer because we weren't getting our heads about it. It's simple. It's a simple prayer. Here, pray, pray this. Lord. 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 Okay. 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 Amen. <laughs> Amen. And that's it. That's, that's it. all, folks. <laughs> We're going to do it. <laughs> yeah, that's it's as simple as saying okay. <laughs> all done. Amen. We could have just said that at the beginning. We would have been done at about 12.05. <laughs> well, guys, we hope that this minute, we know that this this was an anointed word. It wasn't yes. from us. It was not from our fleshes. That's for nope. sure. It was from <laughs> the Lord today and we also want to tell you if the lord's put it on your heart to sow into this broadcast to sow into this ministry we're literally taking this word all over the world this video is streaming all over the world but not only that 
uh, pastor is going all over the world teaching leadership, teaching this same word, and you have the ability to sow into that right yeah. now. So if the Lord's put it on your heart to sow into that, then we want to make it very easy for you to do so. And But we also want to say you are under no obligation to. We just ask, like we've been saying this whole time, that you're obedient to the Lord. So if he is leading you to today, then we've made it easy. You can go to giveww.org. We have Venmo, Cash App, PayPal. You can text to give. We have cryptocurrency, all those wonderful things. And we want to pray over every person who is sowing into today that there is a blessing. Mm -hmm. The word has promised mm -hmm. it, and we're simply going to take a hold of that. Okay, Lord, mm -hmm. we're taking a hold of your promises mm -hmm. as we sow you have promised that we shall reap. But do you want to pray over all the seed today? Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, Father, we thank you that every seed sown today is blessed. Yeah. God, I thank you, Lord, that Amen. it is blessed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. With good measure, pressed down, shaken together. Amen. Abundantly pour into their laps, God. Yeah. Especially in this Christmas season, Father. Yeah. I thank you, Lord. That by your word and in fellowship with you, let this be yeah. the best Christmas season that they have ever had. Yeah. God, let this be the best Christmas season that yeah. they've ever had. Yeah. God, not because they've reasoned how to make it better, but because you are good. Yeah. We love you, Father. We praise you and we thank you. Yeah. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 amen.